it's morning right now. That's when the shooting happened on Saturday in the morning. Do you feel safe? We lost people. You lost people. Do you feel safe now? Or, I mean, I, I see people are back in the home. Sir, First of all, is this a drug haven? You're you a threat. And I'm allowed to do anything I want to do to somebody who's threatening, especially me. Live from downtown Detroit, it's No BS News Hour with my main man, Tony. Yep, 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 yep. That's Reddit the Crack House. We'll be bringing you that. Six shot, one dead on the lawn, and it's still open. This is the crime and politics program. This week at the No Bullshit News Hour, joined by former chief of Detroit Police, James Craig. Thanks for being in the secret location. Hey, Charlie. Thanks for inviting me. Glad to be here. And uh, we have an interview, sort of. Our way <laughs> with Governor Gretchen Whitmer. But before we get into the program, let me just bring you a word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. Choosing between a 15 or 30 year mortgage can be difficult, which is why we offer the Modern Mortgage, a flexible term that's customized for you. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with us online at callhallfirst.com. American Coney Island. So good, even Al Roker from the Today Show eats here. Not like that other guy, Al Joker, who eats at Lafayette. So make sure you're a Roker and not a Joker. American Coney Island. All right, Karen, Chief. Yes, sir. Hey. Here's here's like I thought we were going to talk about hot dogs first. We're going to talk about hot dogs, but I, I American Coney Island number one. <laughs> we already did the commercial stop beating the dead horse listen this, we're in the midterms number one obviously is money food prices are setting a record again they say inflation is going down but that's just gas everything else is going up that's number one number two i think they're missing it in this country it's crime whether it be the city the suburbs the country it's crime it's out of control Karen wrote a column this week, but let me tell you, I was commuting rush hour yesterday, Thursday, down Woodward between six and seven. Mm -hmm. On the northbound side, I see two guys chasing a shirtless dude with a baseball bat. He gets to the median, he trips into Woodward during rush hour, and they're beating the shit out of the guy. Hit with an aluminum bat. Head, legs, the ribs, kicking him. I'm looking at it like, Oh fuck! Like this is some New York City subway shit. What do you do? Right. Like you, I don't know. It's violent, man. You're gonna die. And so I kind of pull up with my car, like kind of a, you know, like a battering ram. I don't hit anybody. The dude gets up, the shirtless guy. The other guy at the bat chase him. A guy looks at me, goes, "He fucking ripping us off again, he <laughs> motherfucker!" And I see in my rear view, they chase him. He's on the sidewalk, and they're gonna kill this guy, whether they mean to or not. Right. You know, that's some street justice. Right. You're breaking into our building. So I just pulled up on the sidewalk, back into Woodward, heading northbound in the southbound lane, and I pull up and I said, don't kill him. I call the police, don't kill him. And they're just so frustrated. Karen. They backed off. 
they went away and then the guy got a big knot on his head okay. and i go dude you better get the f people are yelling from the apartment window don't right. kill him don't kill him i said dude you better get the fuck out of here he said i can't my legs broken and i said then you better crawl the fuck out of here because that's what's going on i mean right i mean former chief you've been out right. a year but you know right. what's going it, it's it's out of control yeah it's, it's changed quite a bit you know uh certainly one good Bitter news is when you compare Detroit, not per capita, but if you just compare Detroit, what you see going on in places like Los Angeles, Maldome, New York City, Seattle, they can't even hire police officers in, in, in Seattle, uh, Chicago, out of control. People are moving. This is about business, too. They're moving. They're leaving. Um, San Francisco, another iconic location where what, 17 uh, Walgreens shut down, you shut, move. Because there's the flash mob, let's loot the place. And when there are no consequences, this is what happens. So these George Soros funded woke prosecutors, these cities are paying the cost. Let me do that. Fine. We got no George Soros here. We got a mayor that is not investing what we need invested in the police. You've told me that on prior programs. We're just not getting it done where it needs to be done. Truth? Well, let me put it in this perspective. Um, I can't speak on what's happening now. You know, salaries are important to the men and women who do the toughest work in America. Obviously, yeah. Salaries, very important, but as important is support not talk support real support those men and women need to know that leadership's going to support them as a chief that's one of the things that they credited me for i remember when we had officers leaving going to places like warren because warren pays good money real good money and so a couple of them came back and i always wanted to know why i said why did you come back he said well chief the grass is not greener that's number one two you support us and so sometimes that support is bigger than even money. Look at what's happening in New York right now. New York, for example, mass number of retirements. The same city, with Chicago, yeah. Same with Chicago, but the city of New York took away, guess what? Qualified immunity. Mm. I got to tell you something. So what's a cop to do? You know, when you're out in a high-risk profession, like being a police officer, things happen. And when they happen, and they will happen, you're going to get sued. Sometimes people make false allegations. And if there's no immunity, who's going to pay? The union's not going to pay. They don't even got a contract, my friend. They don't even got a fucking contract. Mm -hmm. We've been bitching about this $60 million for a skyscraper. And it turns out none of the, you know, okay, we're going to give you the money, the city council said, for some low-income housing, apartments. Well, it turns out there aren't going to be any apartments. So we got swindled. There is no support. Karen, you wrote about crime, punishment, the way you, you framed it around the, uh, the, the 18-year-old uh, Jacob Hills, I believe, from Grand Blank. Right, from, from Grand Blank. And, and, my, and, my issue, and it was interesting, Charlie, because, and I, and I told you, I said, you know, I was looking, I read the comments, but I don't respond to them. And I was asking, I was like, what are these people reading? Because everybody took away, but you, you pointed out that people see things based on the lens through which they see their lives. So that, that, that 
clarified it for me. But I was kind of taken aback that, you know, I got an email, then I got another email. I got several emails. People were very upset about how they saw the police department handling this young man's uh, disappearance and his murder. Um, they said, you know, the city of Detroit, you know, puts puts up this front that it's so safe. And I mean, but they were highly upset. Now, when I first got, you know, one email, I was like, okay, but then there were several. So my piece was, what about the hundreds of kids, you know, many of whom are under 19 or even the adults that are shot in this city every day and nobody raises an eyebrow. So, you know, they even kind of uh, tied it back to the young lady that was from uh, Gross Point that was rumored to be in Detroit uh, purchasing uh, drugs and was killed. And they said, well, why didn't they say about this young man's, you know, his his honor roll accomplishments? And he was a good kid. I said every mother of every child that was has either been arrested or shot also stands up and says the same thing. And my whole point was that it has to be consistent if we care about lives in our city, those that live here, those that visit here, then that care has to be consistent. It can't just, and and that was, that was the core of my story. Well, yeah, you know, I got to tell you, and it's sad. It's a sad, sad reality. You know, I like what Karen said about all lives. What about all the lives? We're talking about children that are being shot. And let's put, talk about the elephant in the room. And this is what gets people all frazzed up. Who, we're talking about Mark? <laughs> you see the neck on this guy? I ain't got the, the trunk. The problem is, if you say, and the data says it, black man shoots black man. Black man shoots yep. black man. Not white police officer shooting black man. When you compare, there's no comparison. And so all life does matter. But I got, we have got to stop with this race issue, we got to stop demonizing our police officers, and it's unfortunate. And you wonder why police officers are leaving in the numbers they are. You now you you're getting and, 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 what and, you asked for. And, and you know, I got to tell you this: we talk about police always. You know, police are not the only part of a criminal justice system. Let me get to that. I, I knew I shouldn't have told you pre-show because all of a sudden you're going to dance into what, <laughs> what I got here, right? Which is okay. All lives matter. Young people's lives matter more. I think we all agree on it. It's children especially, children. right? And, and seniors. Say what? And seniors. And seniors. I'm a senior now, by the way. Yeah. But anyway. But you got, you got to live your life. <laughs> right. So look, the, the man has been arrested who's accused of killing Jacob Hills. His name is Avion Sanders. Now, he's getting charged with first degree murder, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the deal. All of you all, Wayne County, Oakland County, right? Genesee County, this affects us all. Here's what happened. Mr. Saunders was arrested in October 2020 during the pandemic, took about seven shots at the baby mama. She got away. He had the four-year-old and he was barricaded in an apartment and, you know, SWAT, everybody came, took hours to get him out. They finally get him out. So, let me guess, Charlie. Let well, me wait, guess. Wait, wait, well, I'll let you guess okay. as soon as I let okay. him. <clears throat> so here's what he was charged with originally on October 21st, 2020. I pulled up his, his court papers, the docket. He was charged with assault with intent to murder, weapons, firearm, receiving, and concealing, assault with a dangerous weapon, felonious assault, 
Police officer assaulting, resisting, obstructing. That's for barricading himself. Felony firearm, felony firearm, felony firearm, felony firearm, child abuse. Okay. Now, over the course of a year and a half, here's what happens. In that January, the weapons, firearms, receiving, concealing, weapons, felony, firearm are dropped by the prosecutor. Five months later, assault with intent to murder was dismissed by the judge. Miriam Bazzi, for your information. The wep uh, felony weapons firearm was dismissed. Three months later, assault with a dangerous weapon is dismissed. The only thing this guy, his, his bail starts out at a half a million dollars, 500,000. By the end, the sole charge that he cops to is resisting arrest. He's out on $5,000 bail with a tether. And he doesn't show up for sentencing back in February. You know he's a violent man. You gave him all the breaks in the world. He's out running around. The judge is dropping the bail, dropping the bail, dropping the bail. Let me guess. Let's blame the police, right? The criminal justice system. Police, prosecutors, and the courts. What's broken, the courts. Look, they can use some discretion. This guy is a habitual offender. So when bad things happen, the first thing I always wanted he to know. He tried to murder his girlfriend. Exactly. Attempt oh, murder. In the suburbs, by the way. Attempt murder. And he gets released. And then, oh, by the way, you put him on a tether. Why don't we find out how the tether program is working? Uh, you, who who, who monitors that? There who monitors that? Okay, former chief of police. It's shit, isn't it? They, it's the Wayne County Sheriff. They're overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. They, they rarely ping him. And, and this tether thing has become uh, a substitute for a speedy trial, for incarceration, right? It's, right. A, it's a joke. It's a joke. But aren't these similar work. circumstances around the person that killed Officer Quartz? I mean, at, that he was out and shouldn't have been out, or there was something, and I believe that was with Macomb County. Yeah, put your uh, lips a little closer, Karen. To that. I don't know the microphone that there, well, but there okay, it is. I'll put it closer. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're <right> <laughs> I was saying that aren't these circumstances similar to those to the uh, guy that killed Officer Quartz? Yeah, the guy that killed Officer Quartz. Yes. Shooting it up at a party in Macomb County. Mm -hmm. Macomb County never gets the investigation done until Officer Quartz is shot by him through right. the neck. Okay, uh, you want to run for something? You want to be governor? Let me tell you something where the majority of people live in this state. It's called Metropolitan Detroit. Yes. Metropolitan Detroit. What is the crime idea you have what is your urban policy this affects harper woods gross point woods roseville east point center line uh charlie how can somebody have i can give you a simple response urban. let me give you a simple response let's stop treating criminals as victims and let's start taking care of real victims Let's talk about people. I, I can get with that, but we look, we need money for the rest of the, you're starting to see the holes and everything. Kim Worthy came on. She never really comes on. She said they're three years behind. Where's the funding from the county executive, Warren Evans? They sent you 170 million Biden bucks. Why is this fucker running around? You're spot on. Where is the money? I mean, what's the priority today? And you know, this stuff keeps happening. 
We've had mass shootings. And when you start peeling back and look at the individuals responsible, career criminals. And nobody, nobody, a judge should be able to make an independent decision. This person is a danger. Putting a person on a tether is a comedy show. Yeah. It doesn't work. I'm not faulting the Wayne County sheriffs. They just don't have the staffing to do what they need to do. And they ping them. They're supposed to ping them by that, the hour, right? Yeah, but who, who's going to carry? When we talk about these bad decisions, who do they blame? What, what did the police do? Yeah, that's what we Police, pay. we go out, make the arrest. That's what we pay you for, to take the abuse. And then you know what? I, I got to tell you, this, this was certainly happening on my watch, and this was one of the most frustrating when I would talk to the officers that are going in foot pursuits with armed suspects. They make the arrest, get the suspect with a gun, felon with a gun, and the suspect in the car says, I'll be out of here before your end of shift. I will be out of here before your end of shift. Now, do you think that that same suspect who just got caught by the police, he's going to go out and say, you know what? I learned my lesson. Yeah. I'm going to be a Boy Scout. Well, I tell you what, I've been in the cars until the department banned me from getting inside anymore, you know, because right. I'm starting to figure it out. I saw such, hey, we just picked that fucker up yesterday on a felony firearms, and he's on the porch giving the one finger wave. Oh, yeah. I mean. No consequences. When there are no consequences, this is why you see the smash You get death. It's like, who cares? Okay, ready for this one? Okay. And again, this mayor is a goof. He doesn't know big city mayor. When Giuliani did broken windows, whatever you think of it, the police stopped and frisked too many times. But the theory was good. It was this. Not a broken window, say the squeegee guy, right? Squeegee mm -hmm. guy, that's like vagrancy. What could you take a squeegee guy for? What obstructing yeah. traffic, a misdemeanor. But you know the premise for that. Well, he, well yeah. He, yeah, because I was there and, you know. Right. They had a special prosecutor squad. So the, the beat cop writes the squeegee man an obstructing traffic ticket. Right. He waits 30 days. He sees the squeegee guy right back out there. He got a special line to the prosecutors. Hey, did squeegee man show up to court? Did he pay the ticket? No, he's been... He's been pinged. He's got a warrant. Oh. Let me go pick up Squeegee Man. Hey, right. dude, how would you like to do, say, uh, three days in the tombs in Manhattan? And then, you know what I mean? So you start to feel the heat. Consequences. It's like the 7-Eleven down here, man. Again, right. How come it's not being closed by vice or buildings and safety or the licensing division, right? Certainty of punishment. That's what you did in L.A. Yep. Did it in L.A. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bring you back to 2013 when I first got I here. Let the lady in. Let oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. No, no. I apologize, Chief. I was just, and, and maybe you can weigh in on this too, that the, the issue becomes creating an urban policy. One has to be familiar with an urban environment. And Charlie, you're talking about the mayor. I mean, yeah, he was a prosecutor, but people don't want to go into neighborhoods. They don't want to talk to people who commit crimes. They don't want to talk mm. to victims. They don't know what the dynamics are in the neighborhoods that they're trying to correct. I mean, that's a problem to me. Okay. No. Well, now I, I want to follow up on that. You, you know, Karen, let's talk about Rashida Tlaib for just a moment. Why? Wait, why? No, I'm going to tell We're you why. About the neighborhood. Well, well this is... Is this, She's a, she represents. Is this score settling hour now? No, 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 no. Uh, feel no, free. No, no. Feel free. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm using her as the example, <laughs> as the example of what's wrong. Who speaks for the victims, the people that live in the neighborhoods? 
They don't want to defund police. Can they I, want more police. Can I show you something? They want constitutional police. Ma Madam Tlaib, in, in your current district, soon mm. not to be a district because you moved out of it. Okay. Mass shootings going on now. And last weekend, six people were shot right. in a known dope location, abandoned to the police. That's how the police describe it. One dead on the lawn. Whatever happened? What, whatever. So you know what we did? The no bullshit news hour, get ready for this one, went back to see what happened. Our guys, you want to do a podcast? This is how you do it. Do we got that ready, Mark? Five All people right. were shot in this case, and one of those victims, we're told, has died. Fox Detroit, 55 dead, 12 murdered over four days. That's twice as bad as Chicago. The media don't tell you that. They just blast death into your kitchen and move on to the next blood puddle. Remember the crack house this past weekend? Six shot, one dead on the lawn? It's still over for business. It's morning right now. That's when the shooting happened on Saturday in the morning. Do you feel safe? Lost people, do you feel safe now? Or, I mean, I, I see people are back in the home. Sir, First you of are all, correct. is this a drug haven? You're you correct. Agree? And I'm allowed to do anything I want to do to somebody who's threatening, especially me. Okay. So, so. Please get the fuck on my. Courtney and her baby live right next door to face. the crack house. I have an issue with it because right where they enter and exit is where my daughter's room is. Them bullets could have went anywhere. So, I have a problem. Meanwhile, with that. back at the crack house. So. Basically, you 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 living in the situation and dealing with the time that is going, and it's a house is owned by somebody, not the city, but it is a drug haven of use where folks come, chill, and do their thing. Um, if you could, will you relocate after this? Basically, I, I wish we could, basically, sir. Basically, but it's just a, this area right here is what we all know. This is what we know. What's your name? My name is um. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the right, neighbor's well, thank house. Thank you for your time. Have y'all been calling about this, this drug house here? Yeah. How long? Uh, years, yeah. Years. Wait, wait. Say, so you saying the, the, the spot? Four years. I own this home. And in the four years you've been here, this spot has been here? Yeah. Have, how many times would you say in the last four years have you called the police? Give you a ballpark number on that. Have the police ever came around here to check the scene and get it in order? They, they'll come over, put them out, and. Meanwhile, it. down the road they'll at the police the precinct, they say they don't they know shit. Back. Hey, how you doing? Detroit Red with NBN News. I was coming to ask some questions about the Saratoga incident. And um, y'all, you know, apparently know it's a drug haven over there, but yet it's still going. People back in there now. What the, what's the plans for that? Um, I have no idea. I can let me see if I can get somebody to talk to you. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Right now, you'll probably have to get in contact with media relations, and then go from there. Well, you know, I tried to contact them at least two days ago, and they just don't seem to get back. Just, just right quick, off the record. Is it a man shortage issue? Why is it that they're able to still thrive and the city knows and the police know that it's a drug spot? And then six people have been shot. I wasn't here. Like, I don't know, to be honest. 
Thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. It's a goddamn shame. Six shot, one dead on the line, and the crack house is still in business. If you want to stop crime, you start by shutting down the crack houses in the neighborhoods. That's just policing 101. With Zach Rowe, I'm comedian Detroit Red, NBN News. How about that one, Karen? So this is my question, and Chief, maybe you can weigh in. I remember what happened, I believe, at the 6th or the 9th precinct. But why are the pol- why are the doors to the police station locked? Um, like why? Well, let me let me let me start. There's, there's, there's I, I so kinda, much. I kind of want to stay on the crack house. No, uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna I bring in too, the crack house because I think I want to stay on the crack house. Well, yeah, okay, we won't talk about chief. Why is, the, why is the crack house open for four years? That's a great question. I started the neighborhood police officers program for one thing and one thing only. Shut the crack house. That's one thing. Solutions driven. Those neighborhood police officers' sole mission is to go out and solve neighborhood problems. Now, during that whole process, you may have to mobilize and work with other entities like maybe narcotics, maybe special operations. Let me take you back in time, and I started well, on this I, until wait, wait, wait. I, Karen sorry. interrupted I'm, me. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going sorry. somewhere with this. Okay, but the thing is, I'm, narcotics has two crews. They got 14 guys, and they used to have like 150 guys understand but let me take you back in time okay i'm sorry there's you there's know, a way to address courtney's our friend is all because the, the, the issue is this perception what, and the reality of, of crime so one do we remember back in 2013 uh during the transition as being just before being left office and mayor duggan was coming in not even a half a mile from the mayor's residence was a very known location that was affectionately referred to as Colonial Arms. Colonial Arms. Yeah. New Jack City. Everything yep. that you could imagine went on in that hotel, not the hotel, but in that apartment building. Everything. Shootings, murders, dope, prostitution, you name it, it happened. Vast majority of people that lived in that building were what? Good people who wanted to be safe. No police response. So what did we start doing? We sent a message. We started throwing parties. Remember when I used to say, we're going to throw a party today? Mm-hmm. We took 200 police officers. We went in, threw a party in a very public way. We wanted the media to take a big chunk of it. We wanted I, to let well, them- that's cool. I was there, and that didn't end up with any felony convictions when it was all said and done. Blame who you will. Th- that's fine. But Blame let me who just say you that. will. The message was sent. And then, not only that, like, what does most police departments do? They hit a location. Highly televised, they don't come back. Right. We gotta solve the problem. We went back in a week. Well, see, and I call it the after party. Look at that. Like, well, I'm expecting that somebody after party. I'm expecting somebody from city hall and public safety headquarters gonna hear this and get that shit cleaned out. And Karen's point is, why are the doors locked? Well, you want to talk about doors now? First of all, as you know, when I when I first got here, again, back 2013, not only were doors locked after, what was it, five or six o'clock? Uh, this is city of yeah. Detroit, not Santa Monica. You pick up a little phone and you can, it'll connect you with dispatch if you need 911. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, that's not service, number one. Oh, and let's not that's forget. Not, that's not safe either. Let, 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 wait, but no, I'm, I'm saying that's not service. I'm also right. saying that under another administration, and Karen, you know this, 
They closed half of the police precinct. That was Karen's administration. It was Karen's half idea. of the police station. That was Karen's idea. So what you do? You said Plus forget the, the people in, in, in the most densely populated area in the city on the west side, which is mm-hmm. now the eighth precinct, which we opened during my administration. They closed that station, the most dense populated part of the city, and they said, "Well, we're trying to save money." And then you force the police officers. You take ten percent of their way uh, pay away, and mm-hmm. then you force them on. You just the pension, you take the health care away. God damn it! And, and twelve are we hours. You have, Madam Governor, Ms. Dixon. Are you thinking about a crime, urban, suburban, exurban crime strategy? Does not have. One. I'm not hearing anything. Does not have one. All right, let me say this: If you want your crack town, uh, crack house torn down, okay, and you want it done on budget, on time. <laughs> Somebody experiences tearing down crack house, you call ADR Consultants at 248-318-9424. They reduce your costs, increase your bottom line, and get the dope heads moving. That's right. Save clients millions over the years. ADR Consultants are experts in procurement, government compliance, demolition, construction, all of it. Get the job done right on time, on budget. Get the crack house down. ADR Consultants, 248 318-9424. 318-9424. See how I do that, Chief? I like to, I, I like, see how you do it. Because you're thinking about doing a podcast and you're like, you know, how do you right. do it? It's like you got to take care of the underwriters. Right. You can give me some so can I ask phone? a question, Chief? Not for me. I'm can good. I, hold on, Karen. Can I I'm ask good. you? Hold on, Karen. Yeah, just I a second. I'm a second. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a second. I, you get the next well, question. You, but I have blue label, Chief. I mean. <laughs> oh, I don't, you got Charlie, it. <laughs> let's stay focused on this. I don't want anything. I, I like my Aquafina water. It's fine. But get your you blue. enjoy the blue oh, label. I'm going to get some blue label. Right oh, I, I so who busted you. out the new bottle, Charlie? Uh, just, you know, fans. <laughs> fans of the show. Oh, you sure? What? No, I'm I'm good. All right, just, honestly, thank Mark, you. Mark, you gonna want one of these, right? Yeah, I need it. So you were saying, Karen, go ahead. No, you know, but I don't know if I finished the point. How you address that problem? You got several drug houses. You go in there with police. You take enforcement action. That's not that first time. Probably not gonna solve the problem. You right. go back, do the same thing again, and you keep hitting it. Eventually, but but what's but. The outcome is simple. People are going to say the police are here. They're concerned. Now, I don't want to, you know, we're talking about four years. I'm unaware of it. I was still the chief four years ago. And certainly if a complaint like that it came to my yeah, desk, yeah. I would have I mean, I, had, I had the neighborhood. I said, look, neighborhood police officers, I need you to go over there, work the problem, report back. What do you need to get the problem solved? And sometimes it just might be having your special operations every precinct has a special operations unit we also didn't have it when we were but detectives we have detectives now who work in the precincts yeah because i felt like the community was being underserved when they uh consolidate all the detectives in one building not serving neighborhood residents okay look, that's why we have don't be don't be a show killer speak clearly well what what the people that are listening you know what we need to do we don't have enough police. They're not getting paid enough. The city hall doesn't seem to understand it. We're pretending the issue's not there. You had a good long run here. What yeah. do we need? And right. all, all due respect to the current chief, you just said it. I can't know everything, dude. I'm just responsible for dealing with monkeys from the media. What's the answer? Well, the answer is simple. You have to show a presence. Okay. And you have to react. 
You have to respond. You have to do everything you can. So those folks, that lady, I, I, my heart goes out to her. She's standing out in the corner and said, look, I've been calling for four years. Nothing. She's going to sell the house to who? Yeah. And, and so Karen, then, you going to buy what that about, house? What about the, the neighbors next door? And, of course, they're not going to do crack on camera. Let me just say this. A community will work with a police department if they feel you're responsive. Yes. And you're going to take care of their business. Because at the end of the day, we're public servants. Zach is sitting here. What's not caught on tape is when they were, uh, you know, working the streets over there. What appears to be the dope man pulls up and says, you know, you, you know, Mind your business and get the fuck on before something, something happens. So you know who's controlling these streets. And I feel really bad for Courtney. And she got a, a six-year-old child. Man. Who's so of be? course she's not going to go on camera. She did go on camera. That was her. Oh, the, Yeah, her name's Courtney. Okay, that's Courtney. Yeah, you know. So. And, and, and so the thing is, I get it. But we, we got to do more. And I get the staffing is, is an issue. Mm -hmm. We get that. But there's things that we can do creatively. I'll give you another, another example. Quickly, because I'm moving on now. Okay, 2020, COVID. I had 650, including myself, quarantined mm -hmm. at one time. Mm -hmm. That's a, a Shootings went through the roof. No, what, what, I'm going to tell you, of course. Yeah. But let me tell you what we did no do. Because around. So what we did is we collapsed our support units and put them all in patrol. Yeah. Because the most important thing a police department can do, and I know this is near and dear to your heart, Respond to 911 calls to service. The chief of police said it's near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear. That you should get some response. And you know, I understand police brutality and having budgets out of whack and too much is going to the police department. We actually cut the police budget over these years when you include inflation and just straight up the money given there. I'm against it. Let me, uh, let me move on to politics. Okay. Former front runner. <laughs> you got so lucky you got so lucky i, I wouldn't call it luck it, well you there's know some good I mean? people in the state of michigan i mean some you great know, people you just lucky like I don't imagine you luck. got that job okay but listen i the, mean maybe i'm lucky that, yeah you're right the rant is brought to you by uh legacy partners or insurance um you're 66 this week yes isn't that special happy birthday thank you are you on medicare I am. Okay. Uh, well, you know, 65, you get on Medicare. Right. Now, how did you I'm get I'm paying. It? I'm paying my Medicare. I have you, to pay. You're, yeah, you're, you're paying too much. Paying too much. Like, I am. And did you get phone calls, people soliciting you, we can help you? Yeah, phone, email. I just Here, tune I, this I stuff want you up. to do this. Here, take this, write this number down, brother. Write this number down. 586 586-209-4106. Okay, if you're if you like the chief's telling you when you turn 65, you got to get on Medicare. Medicare. Otherwise, they're going to hit you on your insurance plan. You're right. going to pay out your ass. But you didn't know what to do. You, you went with something, right? You just looked through it and you signed up. Signed up. Okay. It might not be the best. It might be too expensive. Your prescriptions might be too expensive, right? That's for people now 64. You don't know. Right. Get some help. If you're already on it, you could probably get into something cheaper. What if I told you, if you called Legacy Partners Insurance, they'll call you back that day, they'll come to your house, they'll help you find a better plan at no cost. Interesting. At no cost. That's a real number. You know, it's going to be... And it's le Legacy... Legacy Partners Insurance. They're going to save you. They're going to save you dough. Because I'm with... 
Get in the mic. Blue Cross. Get in the mic. Blue Cross. Okay. Which I've always been on Blue Cross. Yeah. So I felt natural to stay with Blue Just, Cross. Right. And within Blue Cross, there could be prescription plans. You know, you got those right. those Schedule A's and the Schedule B's and all the stuff nobody right. knows about. Right. Till they dump a packet on you and everybody starts calling. Don't do that. And now I'm a retiree. Yep. There you go. 586-209-4106. Right. Got it. If they don't get back to you today, you let me know. And they'll, really? get, back, they'll get back to you today. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now, Let's get to the next thing here. <clears throat> In the big news, sir, the big news has been the Democrats stealing content from the No Bullshit News Hour without permission. I do not work for the Democrats. As you know, I do not work for the Republicans. My job, right. hold it accountable, tell the truth as I see it. So now I can't tell if Governor Whitmer loathes me or loves me, but either way, she should stop using me. For her entire term, entire term, everybody knows Whitmer has ducked and dodged my request for an interview. It got so bad, I had to sue the state of Michigan for complete COVID nursing home data that does not exist. Now, I don't know what the problem is, but that's no way to treat a guy who voted for you. I'm a decent person. I would never trade on a name to get my boat in the water. So imagine my surprise to find myself staring at a political commercial plastered across the state of Michigan. The commercial blisters Whitmer's Republican challenger, Tudor Dixon, for her medieval stance on abortion. There's Dixon in a film clip purloined from my podcast explaining how a 14-year-old rape victim should have to carry her uncle's spawn. Dixon now says her comments have been deceptively edited. Now, I don't know how you can take something like a 14-year-old rape victim having to carry a baby out of context, but I'll give her credit. At least Dixon had the guts to sit for a hardball interview where softball answers are not accepted. Whitmer, not so much. Whitmer's name doesn't appear in the ad, and she didn't pay for it. A super PAC tied to the Democratic Governors Association paid for it. But Whitmer is a Democratic governor, and the clips were edited by her operatives. As you know, I've asked that the commercial be taken down. It hasn't, and I don't got millions to fight a super PAC with billions. I've asked Whitmer to sit for an unrehearsed interview. Like that. She won't. Do I bite? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't yeah, bite. But you know what? Public servants do what? Run away. You, no, no. You work for people. You work for and people. And you get to answer questions. And you and Even the ones that you don't like. That's it. That's why Whitmer should give the interview. Think of the great commercials that could come from it. Viral commercials. Huge commercials. The best commercials. The interview, I imagine, might go something like this. Governor. There's a referendum that will appear on the ballot to enshrine abortion rights into the state constitution. You are the figurehead of that campaign. You know, like mothers and fathers everywhere, I'm thinking about my daughters. They now have fewer rights than I've had my whole life, and I am incensed about this. Now, I don't think you're honestly telling people what's in it. Let's take the case of the Ohio 10-year-old as an example. By my reading of your referendum's language, that same 10-year-old girl could empty her piggy bank, take a greyhound to Michigan, and get an abortion without her parents' knowledge. 
The abortionist would not have to be a licensed physician, but only a healthcare professional. That could mean, hypothetically, a massage therapist. If the massage therapist botched the procedure, she couldn't be held criminally responsible. Is that correct? And if so, do you actually support that? We are taking, using every tool we have to fight for reproductive rights for Michigan women. I've used every tool in my toolbox. I am urging every, every pro-choice leader to use every tool in their toolbox, so. Come on, answer the question, yes or no? My husband did go up to our place in Antrim County and raked some leaves and came home. Yes or no? My husband made a failed attempt at humor last week. He thought it might get a laugh. It didn't. And to be honest, I wasn't laughing either. Let's move along. Did your nursing home policies kill old people? We have always led with science and data, and recently we were able to permit visitations at nursing homes for family members with testing. We took this seriously from the start and consistently led with science and data. Well... An independent audit shows that the true nursing home death toll is at least 42% higher than you admit. That's as bad as Cuomo in New York. So again, did your policies kill old people in the nursing homes? And did you plagiarize your policies from Cuomo? And why play shell games with human life anyway? That appeared to be the best practice with the science and information that we had, and that's how we pursued it. You know, older people are more susceptible, and in congregate care facilities, that is uh, exacerbated. And all of the processes we have backed, uh, we have, are backed by science and data. If we continue allowing and following science and data, and making sure that that remains our North Star, we proved we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Finally, Governor. You promised to fix the damn roads. We moved a lot of dirt. Yes, but nearly all that money is borrowed and the work is all being done at once. So, did you create a giant traffic jam to make it look like you're actually doing something just around election time? And is filling in the cracks and potholes with tar patch really fixing anything? When you see those orange barrels, number one, slow down. There are people working. And number two, those orange barrels means we are moving dirt and fixing the damn roads. Governor, can you imagine the price of gas today had your 45 cent a gallon tax gone into effect? I'd be commuting by dog sled. Aren't you glad your tax didn't go through? I know I am. Since I took office, Michigan has repaired, rebuilt, or rehabilitated over 13,000 lane miles of road and over 900 bridges. Now that's enough miles to drive from the Michigan-Ohio border all the way to the mighty Mac over 40 times. I don't know that there's a, a lot more for me to add at this point in time other than they have pretty good pizza. <laughs> now, that is how it would go. Once Wimmer's done battling COVID, get well soon, madam. She really should sit down for that interview. If I'm good enough to be used, then I'm good enough to make news. And just think of the clicks we could get. <laughs> Carrie, aren't you working on a column about elected officials picking and choosing? It, it, it's actually going to run next week, Charlie. I mean, I had it Look in the queue for a while. Look at us. What a team. What a I, team. I mean, I did. I had it in the queue for a while, and I was saying that elected officials don't have the courtesy or the luxury of not being accountable and accessible. I mean, they just don't. So that's what it's about. It'll be in Tuesday.
Chief, aren't you glad you got drummed off the ballot? I'm disappointed for the people of Michigan. I, I really and truly, uh, I went into it for the all right reasons. I appreciate those who supported me over the year we were out there. So it's about them. It's always about the voters. Yes, politicians need to be held accountable. They need to be transparent. And they need to come into environments like this and talk very candid. Look, sometimes you got to talk about bad stuff. I know. I talked about a lot of bad stuff in my time as, as Detroit police chief. Some good, some not so good. But what people want to know, are you accountable? Are you holding people accountable? What are you doing? Not like what Governor Whitmer did with the unemployment insurance, the pop buckle. What did she do? She never, that. never talked about it. Uh, the director mysteriously, what, resigned, got terminated buyout money to the tune of what $87,000 to not say anything who's that hurting it's How hurting the fuck the voters was Kim, of Kim Kardashian drawing a check here oh look a wasp Hold on a oh my god <laughs> get over there right get okay how do you find this place <laughs> that's a political operative in here right, sneaking right. in here now listen let, let's, let's hey. talk about financially what's going on and this portion of the show the financial part of the show brought to you by luke nowacki who reminds you sir that, oh, how much is your pension how much is your detroit you, you served as a detroit I, I, police chief for eight years what's yeah, your pension it's embarrassing what is it it's not what you would expect and i'll leave it there what was it like uh like a grand I, a grand a month oh no not even that no, but not even 800 thank god for my 28 years in the los angeles police department how, how much is your your, your pension for being the detroit police chief. i don't want to talk about it five five hundred won't talk won't talk let me just say this thank Whoa. god for 28 years in the great city of la, God, LA. <laughs> retired got a pension and moved on became a chief look at it like this is the longest wow. serving police chief in in modern history eight years eight years only exceeded by uh, through the William banker, Hart. through the yep you know modern history it's modern since, history in, in the last 50 years right right took us to a bank and i gotta tell you and and you and, you, and you're not making 500 dollars a month in pension wow and see he's that's he's bullshit. smiling yeah. about the blue skies of la because that's how you're paying the fucking mortgage oh my god wow okay so here's what you do with that, those pennies don't overreact have a strategy for that couple of hundred bucks <laughs> You know, the dinner that they're paying you. <laughs> the retirement dinner once a month for the chief of police. Uh, call my friend Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748 for rational financial advice. He also works on police and fire pensions. He's a legitimate top-shelf financial advisor, and he will tailor personal stuff to you. I deal with him. My money. Okay. My money, right? So again, that is Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748. Let's just look at what's going on. What about the auto insurance? Remember that one? The personal injury protection? Yeah, Brian. The, we always think of Brian. Yeah, our mm -hmm. friend Brian, the quadriplegic in a wheelchair, catastrophically injured. New report out. The new report says, to be That's, specific, six thousand. 857 catastrophically injured people since this took effect have been kicked out of their nursing homes. How is this morally acceptable to anybody? It's not. Governor, 
We got the tape. Are you signing it? This is a great bill. We got $400 back in an election year. It's that was our money, Charlie. That was our money. Yeah. That wasn't a refund. That's money that we pay into that fund anyway. So that was our money. And I don't know how you, you say, sir, that your rates went down when it's simply like you got less coverage. You know what I mean? That's like you buy premium gas for your premium car and you can't afford it. So you buy regular gas and you say gas prices went down. It's complete and utter horseshit. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Hey, don't, don't. The borders are not open, but yet every state in our union is a border state. How come we don't talk about fentanyl deaths? No, Nobody we, talks about it. You might. Oh, I got family members. Fentanyl deaths. We are in a crisis and nobody talks about it. Well, National Fox talks about it at least. Well, kind of, because you know what we're doing in this right. cycle? You know what we're doing this cycle? With prices through the roof and crime through the roof? It's a crisis. Trump wouldn't turn over the documents. Now, Trump, man, I'm not going to forgive that guy for the January 6th. I'm not going to that, forgive that guy for calling the election fake. Right. I'm, I'm not going to forgive that guy for trying to get his own solicitor general to obstruct justice on a crime that he didn't even commit. That Russian thing was fake, but he did that. I will not forgive him. But those better been the plans for the nuclear bomb that he's got at Mar-a-Lago and to degrade the presidency. Maybe he degrades it, but the Democrats degrade it. They're degrading every institution. Then Biden's coming out with his. $280 billion semi-conducting uh, chip. It's more welfare to the companies. Then he's coming out with a $700 billion anti-inflation package that won't do anything for inflation. How about Empower, open up the Keystone line? How about we do that? How well, about we try to become energy independent again? You I think, think that might have an impact on our fuel prices? I think so. We, we're raising $700 billion. We're going to save... 300 billion to put towards the deficit why don't we put the whole thing there you want to bring down inflation what you do is if you're going to tax companies that's going to bring down demand because the company's passing on to you and me right. we're going to absorb that in lower wages and higher prices but you will suck money out of the system you will slow the economy down so the money's worth something but no you can't help but spend on windmills and Whatever I don't call it nonsense. I'm into green energy. We're just not ready for it. Yeah, it's we, election year horseshit. Can we do both? I say we can. I think we can. But Con they, went, they went for broke, like you said. The Keystone. Well, when uh, they when he said he was going to cancel that pipeline, you know what that said to energy providers? There's no future here. Exactly. I'm not going to invest. Why would I invest? Right. Exactly. This is what we're still what doing. About line five, right here in our own state. The governor wants to do what? Shut it down. I don't That's know wrong. if you know, but I tracked it down. When she took the jet from the businessman that she lied to us about that we caught her on, the fuel in that jet came from Line 5. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's where the jet fuel comes from. Now, no surprise. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy to the highest degree. Karen, last word. Because I'm liking this. You sure you don't want a little... No, I'm good, my friend. Oh, I don't know. It's pretty good. I'm good. It's nice. you got good I, just what's 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 next on your agenda, Chief? Well, you know, I'm looking at a few things. Um, you know, I like public service. I do, admittedly. That's all I've ever done all my working adult professional life. Uh, but I want to do some things and have some fun. I mean, I like, you know, 
talking and certainly doing something like a podcast uh, is a real issue. Um, there's some jobs out there that are coming opening, big jobs. So who knows? You sit on a board or two. I sit you, on the board. You get on a, you yeah. get on a think tank. Right. You get a contract with Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, not just happy to be there. I'm a you know, right. criminal justice expert. They they give it to every pinhead that ever worked in media, right? That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Do a podcast. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, you and George Hunter are thinking about a reporter here, right? It's, right. I'm not giving secrets away. Yes, you are. But anyway. <laughs> I would call that. I'm sorry about that. I'd listen. I would call that like the cop in the gumshoe. And you can do right. true crime, and yeah, I don't think such a thing exists. I think you'd be good at it. Yeah, I, I think those two different perspectives, although there's an intersection, uh, I think people would really want to hear. And um, you're talking about someone who's got a lot of years in the business. I got a lot of years in the business. Uh, we're in a critical juncture right now in our country and our state. Absolutely. And, and this crime thing is not going away anytime mm. soon because they don't get it. Hmm. They demonize the cops. They don't get it. It's not working. It's everybody. Else. We want to reform the police. What about reforming the courts? Reforming the prosecutors? Yes. Yes. What about that reform? Well, in the jails. In the jails. It's more than one little stupid exactly. talking point. Hey, reform is good, but you can't just look and, and demonize one segment. And then what? Mm. Can you do but me you a know what? Go ahead, Can I? And, and I want to just one thing. I, I'm and, and and you know we have nothing but the utmost respect for uh, our police officers here in the city of Detroit. I'm just going to encourage police officers to do one thing: speak. You know, it is very disturbing. I mean, I'm I I know a lot of officers, and I mean, and I have nothing but respect for one. If I'm passing, we're in the same space. Just as a resident, speak. That would make all the difference in the world. So when you start talking about connecting to a community and understanding them, the very basics is, you know, that basic connection is made by eye contact and saying hello. Okay. Now, Chief, can you take us out with one of these, please? Can you do this for me? No, I can't do that. Close the crack house? Oh, close the crack. Yes. Close the crack house? No. Let's get it done. Okay. Well, It's doable. Close the crack house. Give 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 me a sound bite. Close the crack house. Do it now. <laughs> this is great.